Hello, Scotty Reed here, Black Talk Radio News. I want to bring your attention to something that just really shocked me. I mean, I almost fell out of my chair when I saw this clip come across social media. And this clip was uh, this CNN reporter, I believe his name is Jake Tapper, but uh, this CNN reporter did a interview, did a segment on CNN recently. I think it was about three days ago, maybe four days ago. And Jake Tapper shared portions of the interview he did with um, that psychopath Benjamin Netanyahu over there in Israel and talking about some of the right-wing extremists um, that are in his coalition government. And but again, you know, for all the years, I would say about maybe 20 years or a little more than 20 years, I've been paying attention to what was going on in the Middle East. Um, you know, as I got more conscious and start reading about, you know, some uh, Malcolm X's views on that situation over there, the Black Panther Party's views on that situation over there. And I even actually saw a clip today of Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter talking about APEC's influence in media and in Congress and how that prevents, you know, Americans for seeing these human rights violations for what they are, you know, but back during Jimmy, Jimmy uh, Carter's day, we didn't have alternative media. We didn't have independent media. We didn't have platforms where we can share, you know, this information and our views and opinions on that situation or any situation in the world. And of course, you know, they try to get us censored. Um, they do everything they can to suppress the information. Um, but I just wanted to share this clip with y'all and, um, you know, cause it's shot. It was shocking to me. And I just don't really don't understand how a person who believes in, in freedom liberty and justice can support what the Israelis are doing largely because American taxpayers have enabled them. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip. And if you have any thoughts, please share them with me in the comment section. On Gaza, key members of the Netanyahu cabinet, the coalition government that he formed, key members of that cabinet are throwing fire on the flames in the West Bank and in Israel. In the Israeli newspaper Haaretz on Monday of this week, columnist Odeh Bisharat called out two of the members of the Netanyahu cabinet for taking advantage of the Hamas attacks, taking advantage and using the attacks to advance their racist anti-Arab agenda. Let's start in the West Bank, as Sanner suggested we should, with Israeli Finance Minister Bezalel Smotrich. Smotrich is a hateful anti-Arab bigot. He's a far-right politician in the Netanyahu coalition, and he has broad powers over civilian issues in the West Bank. Haaretz reports that since October 7th, more than 170 Palestinians have been killed in clashes with Israelis across the West Bank. Now, way back in 2005, when Israel was withdrawing from Gaza, Smotrich was arrested by the Israeli 
security services, the Shin Bet. Smotrich was arrested under suspicion of planning terrorist attacks. He was held by the Shin Bet for three weeks. He was suspected of planning to block major public roads and damage infrastructure. That's according to Yidiot Akronot, a major Israeli newspaper. In 2019, the former deputy head of the Shin Bet called Smotrich a, quote, Jewish terrorist. That's according to Israel's Channel 13. Now, Smotrich denies those claims. He stated he was proud of his role in opposing Israel's expulsion from Gaza, quote, noting that he was freed without any charges being filed against him, according to a report from the Times of Israel. Now, Bisharat writes in Haaretz on Monday of this week that Smotrich, quote, sees the disaster that has befallen the country as an opportunity to plunder the West Bank. The settlers, who share his messianic ideology, have begun to carry out their plans to purge the area of its Palestinian population, unquote. As with this scene you see, of armed Israeli settlers, zealots, extremists, harassing Palestinians, wreaking havoc in the West Bank. And then there's the Minister of National Security, Itamar Ben-Gavir. Quote, immediately upon hearing of the criminal Hamas attacks, Bisharat writes, Ben-Gavir was calling for a sequel to the 2021 Arab-Jewish riots in order to devour what is left of Israeli democracy, unquote. This includes armed militias, subordinate to Ben-Gavir, wandering the streets of Tel Aviv. And, quote, the thought police, hard at work, arresting civics teacher Dr. Meyer Baruchin for posts on Facebook opposing the Israeli army's operations in Gaza and for showing compassion for Palestinian suffering, unquote. Of course, Ben-Gavir's first targets, he writes, Israel's Arab citizens who have been harassed, indicted and arrested. Quote, not only is the blood of human beings being spilled, so is the blood of Israeli democracy or what is left of it. Around it, a crazed band is dancing joyfully. Ben Gavir, quote, has declared war on the Arab community and not a single word of criticism has been uttered by the Israeli mainstream against this shameful spectacle, unquote. Yesterday, Ben Gavir posted this video bragging about how Hamas terrorists are receiving, quote, the most stringent conditions. Eight handcuffed terrorists in a dark cell, iron beds, toilets in a hole in the floor. To which Israeli citizen Gil Dickman tweeted to Minister Ben Gavir, quote, Itamar, I'm begging. My cousin is now in the hands of Hamas. He's kidnapped his cousin. Your words about the dark dungeon, the hole in the floor, the handcuffs, and the humiliation put her in real danger. Your every tweet is a match that burns the hearts of our families. I'm begging, Itamar. There are Israelis there whose life and death are in the hands of your tongue. Please stop, unquote. But thinking about such things does not really seem to be Ben Gavir's way. He is an openly racist, anti-Arab member of a far, far, far right party that Netanyahu joined with to form his coalition. Ben Gavir's vile views, we should know, are no surprise. Until 2020, Ben Gavir had a portrait in his home 
of Baruch Goldstein. Baruch Goldstein is a Jewish terrorist who murdered 29 Palestinian worshipers in the 1994 Cave of the Patriarchs massacre. In 2015, Ben Gavir attended a notorious, quote, wedding of hate in the West Bank. At this wedding of hate, the murder of Palestinians was celebrated, including the murder of a Palestinian infant. It's sick. Now in January, it seems like a hundred years ago, but it was only 10 months ago, I asked Prime Minister Netanyahu about these two anti-Arab racists, these extremists in his government. You have appointed some individuals, controversial figures, not part of your party, um, including ultranationalists uh, Betsayel uh, Smotrich and Itamar Ben-Gavir. They joined the Likud. I didn't join them. Right. And I, I direct policy. I I'm governing. I've got my two hands on the wheel, and believe me, it's going to be a good direction. Smoltrich just called himself a fascist homophobe. What? He uh, suggested same-sex marriages like incest. The former deputy uh, director of Shin Bet uh, said he was a Jewish terrorist, that he tried, to, he tried to stage an event when the Gaza pullout was going on. And the other day he was saying that the, he was putting out these horrible conspiracy theories, you must have seen this, about the Shin Bet and the assassination of Rabin. I mean, these seem like rather extreme individuals. Yeah, well, a lot of people say a lot of things when they're not in power, and they sort of temper themselves when they get into power. Uh, and that's certainly the, the case here. Look, uh, I'm, uh, I'm controlling the government, and I'm responsible for its policies, and the policies are sensible, and they're responsible and continue to be that. They didn't temper themselves once they got into power. They didn't. And if Netanyahu's hands are on the wheel, the question for Netanyahu is, does he stand by the extremism of these two cabinet ministers? Because it's not just the presence of Smotrich and Ben Gavir in the Israeli government, it is the policies that they are enforcing in the West Bank and in Israel that are clearly inconsistent with the image Israel is portraying to the Western world at this crucial moment in Israel's existence that needs to be challenged.